Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time of the day that it is for you, welcome to the GYGO Get Your Go On podcast. My name's Leah Grace, and this is my podcast. I'm so glad you've decided to make this a part of your day. Before we get into anything, I want to ask one thing of you, and that is just to have a good time because that's what this podcast is all about. So if you're ready like I'm ready, let's get into today's episode. Guys, it's Monday. Happy Monday if you are listening to this on a Monday or if you are listening to this the day that I posted it or just a random day during the week. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Again, welcome to the GYGO Get Your Go On podcast. My name's Leah Grace and I am so excited that you're here and that I get to be a part of your day. So before I get into today's episode and I'm actually gonna talk on a topic and I'm really excited about it because it's something that I feel the Lord has laid on my heart to talk about and it's something that we all deal with. And so I was really excited when the Lord gave me this word, and I just, I hope that it encourages you today. And so before we get into that, though, I want to just st- just state how grateful and thankful I am for you guys and for the amount of encouragement and love and support that I've received over just starting this podcast. So you guys have really just been above and beyond. And I genuinely, I did not expect how many people have already listened to it to listen to it. And last night I was looking at the analytics because I was just curious, you know, it had only been up a day and I was curious to see how many people had actually viewed it. And when I looked at it, I was like, wow, like that's more people than I thought would ever listen to this podcast. And I was, I was just like, wow, that's so cool. Thank you, Lord. Well, then this morning, literally 815. So not even a full day had passed from the time that I had looked at it. It was probably 7, 7.30 when I last looked at it. From 7.30 to 8.15, the numbers had doubled. So in the span of like 12 hours, the numbers had doubled. And I was so overwhelmed this morning. And I was like, God, I don't know what you're doing. But whatever it is, I trust you. And I know that who needs to hear this will hear it. You guys, I really, I did not think anybody (laughs) and I mean maybe like three people and those three people being my mom and my sister and then maybe some random Joe who just stumbled across me accidentally would listen to this and to see the numbers going up and still be going up it just really like blows my mind and I'm just grateful and I don't want to I don't want to spend too long just harping on how grateful I am but you guys I just want to thank you. I really do. I thank you. And I'm so grateful for what you're doing. So uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to be mushy anymore. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right. So the topic that I feel, you know, that the Lord's kind of like laid on my heart to talk about is insecurities. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, another one, another word on insecurities and struggles and things that I'm battling and blah 
And I know, I know, I was there too when I was writing it all down. I was like, Lord, they are going to tune right out when I say insecurities. And he was like, well, then, you know, they're, it's because they're struggling with insecurities and they don't want to hear about them. So here it is. I began one night, um, it was October 17th at 1244 AM. I was trying to sleep and I was like, Lord, I'm so tired. Let me go to sleep. And he said, no, write this down, pray on this, read these scriptures. And I was like, okay, fine. So I did it. I got a notebook and I was like, Lord, whatever it is you're trying to show me, reveal it to me. You know, I finally got into a posture of receiving and, you know, I just prayed like, Lord, show me what it is that you want me to write down. What a word. And I was like, maybe it's a word for me. Maybe it's a word for somebody else, but you're trying to give me something. So give it to me. So I started to write and he hit me with, you know, the subject of insecurities. And I was like, hmm, okay. Because I battle with insecurity. So I was like, well, maybe this is just your word for me. But then I, the more I wrote on this and expanded on it, I realized it was more for me and other people. So here I am, and I was writing it down, and the Lord just kind of began to unfold this for me. So I want to ask a question. So how many of you guys have ever just said, I'm just ready for change. I'm ready to change. I'm ready to um, change something. I'm just ready for something different. And I know I've been there. I think I've said that more than I have not said that. (laughs) I think I've been in that place more than I have not been in that place. So I would just be in that place where I'm like, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for a change. And so what would I do? I would go to Walmart and buy hair dye. I would get out my kitchen scissors. I'd cut my hair. Or sometimes I would be, you know, smart and go to those magicians and superheroes of a people called hairstylists. I'm so grateful for my hairstylist, Carrie Mack. If you're listening to this, I love you and you are a magician. And I mean, you know, we, so I changed my hair color and changed my hairstyle or sometimes we rearrange our room or we rearrange our house or we buy a new vehicle or we get a new outfit and, you know, we try to change something externally when we feel the urge to change, right? So, you know, why is that? You know, why do we change things externally when we feel need to change? It's because we live in a day where everything is have it your way and have it now. So, like you think about restaurants. I mean, they have drive throughs and they have, you know, pickup. So, like, it's whenever it's convenient for you, come get it. You know, and we live in a day and a time where everything's instant. And we want things now. I mean, you think about Amazon Prime, and I'm thankful for Amazon Prime. I shop Amazon. I know a lot of you are doing Amazon right now. And, you know, they have this beautiful, fantastic thing called two-day shipping. Or, if you're lucky, you get next day. And, oh, y'all, that stuff is incredible. But, again... That just kind of feeds that instant root that we have that I want it now. 
it's kind of like um that commercial it's my money and I want it now that commercial <laughs> we want it now you know it's my change and I want it now but you know in reality it's a cycle we will change our hair color we will change our looks we will change our the arrangement of our bedroom we will change our vehicles and sometimes oof sometimes we even like change jobs and not because the lord told us to and when the lord tells you to it's you know it's a great thing and if the lord tells you to quit your job you quit your job i've done it and i'll share that story another day and you know but sometimes we just out of spot and out of wanting instant change we just up and do whatever we want and we change our hair color or we um get a a new outfit or we rearrange our room or we get a new vehicle and those were just the ones that the Lord gave me when I was writing this all out and it's a cycle but why is it a cycle because if that if the real change that we need to experience and that we want doesn't take an hour or minutes or a day we don't want it so we try to fix an internal problem with external change okay and that was something that the lord said to me and i highlighted was you know we try to fix something externally so that we can get a form of gratification and how many of you guys have struggled with instant gratification and wanting instant gratification i've been there I've been there. I've been on Tinder. I've swapped left and right so that I would guys would instantly like me. I have, you know, I've changed my looks. I've put my makeup on, and there's nothing wrong with makeup or dyeing your hair. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't come at me saying Leah Grace said makeup's bad and hair dyeing's bad. No, I wear makeup just about every day. I dye my hair just about every day. But it's who are you doing it for? You or others? Are you doing it for their gratification or are you doing it because you like it? So I struggled with seeking gratification from others just as I'm sure many others have. And so we try to change externally so that people look at us and say, hey, that girl is, that girl looks pretty and your hair looks nice and your outfit looks good. You look really cute in that. So we change externally when what we need to change is internally. And so this was something that I was dealing with was, you know, just that thought of instant gratification. And I wrote down this question, what is it that God wants you to change that you're running from? What is it that you're trying to change that you're running from? Is it your friend group? Is it your church maybe is it your attitude Ugh. that one y'all when I say that one hit me I like about fell in the floor because the Lord like sideswiped me with that one and I was like ouch and so what is it that the Lord wants you to really change but that you're running from you know is it that bitterness whoo oh is it bitterness Is the Lord trying to work something out of you and you're trying to condense it with a new outfit or with makeup or with hair dye? What is it? What are you trying to cover up? 
And I just began to think about, you know, our looks. And, you know, in Psalms 139.14, it says we are, excuse me, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so why are we changing externally when we are, we're already fearfully and wonderfully made. We don't have to change how we look. It's what's inside. And, you know, I was reading um, a book and it talked about how we feed off of what other people say about us and what other people around us are saying to us, about us, what they are doing for themselves, and we thrive off of other people, when in reality, there's only one person who we should be thriving from, because when we have Jesus, when we have the Lord, when we have the Holy Spirit, we don't grow hungry, we don't grow thirsty, but when we are seeking for ourselves and seeking others' approval, We're just left hungry and we're left thirsty. And that is something I heard a pastor preach on and it's a thirsty culture. And it's all about us seeking gratification. I don't remember if it was Stephen Furtick or if it was Michael Todd, but he talked about how we're a thirsty culture and we are a thirsty generation who is seeking other people to give us a drink of their life and of to give us a drink of of a compliment and to give us a drink of just that good feeling that people notice me and it's so toxic because if we're filling ourselves with the water of culture we can't be filled with the everlasting water and the water that never runs dry because we're so full of this mucky swamp water from our culture and so why are we left so empty? We've changed so much. We've moved houses. We've, you know, we've changed so much. We've dyed our hair. We've cut it. We've, you know, we've done all the things. But why do we still feel so empty? And it's because you can't fix an internal problem with external change. You can't do it. You can't do it. Jeremiah one five says, Before I knit you in your mother's womb, I knew you. So he knew you before the bad roots because you ain't been to the salon. He knew you before that new outfit. He knew you before that hair color. He knew you before that new car that you can't afford. Ooh, how many... Oh, I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna hop on that. How many of us have gotten ourselves into debt trying to get validation from other people? Mm. That's enough in and of itself. I mean, uh, and before any of that, he knew us. So why does the world's gratification matter when the only gratification that should matter? is the one who created us. What? Why do we struggle with what other people say? Because we're selfish. And we have so much shame 
of our dirtiness that we try to cover it up. Think about Adam and Eve. You know, they were fine. They were living life. They were flaunting through the garden. And then the fruit gets eaten. What happened? They ran and covered. Why? Because they were shameful. Because of their internal issues, they tried to externally change and cover up. But you can't fix an internal problem with external change. And that's just something, you know, that I I wrestle with because I've been there and something that hits me so hard because I've been there. And when you begin to just think, and I listened to a message from Sadie Robertson and Robertson Robertson, either way, I listened to one of her messages and she said, You know, we go off of all of these scriptures that we know of, that we know, like Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, says Lord, blah, 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 blah. And then John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who should ever believe in him, blah, 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 blah. All these scriptures that that we've heard, but do we really know them? And she expanded on John 3, 16, and it hit me when I was writing this out. For God so loved the world. Just take the world out and replace it with Leah Grace or with your name. For God so loved Leah Grace that he gave his only begotten son. His only son. He sent the most precious thing that he had for you. Because he loved you. And that you shouldn't need any other gratification or any other validation than knowing that God in heaven sent his son to die for you. You should need nothing else but that. We've started to turn to our culture and to a form of instant gratification when it's not instant. It's not a one-night stand. It's a relationship and a marriage. It's something internally that you have to fix that doesn't take overnight. It's not like covering up with a Band-Aid. It is surgery because that root's so deep. Did you know that weeds have roots? I'm sure that you did. That's why they can grow and overtake a garden. What is a root? And I looked into that definite to the word root or to I'm sorry, not root, weed. I looked into that definition of weed and it's an unwanted plant. Unwanted plant. Who is allowing why are you allowing weeds to be planted in your garden why are you allowing weeds to be planted in your garden that are just gonna overtake it why are you allowing toxic things into your life why are you allowing the validation from humans of the the bad gratification from humans the ones where it's like hey baby you look sexy today why are we allowing those toxic things to feed us and to overtake our garden Weeds don't produce fruit. Did you know that? Weeds don't produce fruit. 
So we may have a big garden full of plants, but they're really weeds. There's no fruit. And God says, just, I'm the vine, you are the branches. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to have the fruits of the Spirit. He doesn't want you to have insecure weeds because because if you think about you think about a root and a or a weed and its roots, you know what whatever root of insecurity, whatever weed of insecurity that the enemy is trying to water is the same thing that the Lord is trying to uproot. Because it's attached to something it was never meant to be attached to. That insecurity, that weed of insecurity, that broken heart, it's attached to something it was never supposed to be attached to because your body is a temple. And what resides inside of you is the Holy Spirit. And you can't let weeds attach to you because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. So why do we allow the weeds of insecurities and allow people's instant gratification to latch on to us? Because we're fearful and we're selfish and we struggle. And, you know, it's easier said than done. It really is. But if we truly believe what we say that we believe, then we have got to do the work. We have to pray. We have to fast. We have to serve. That's something that so many people regret or hate doing and will not do. And they were called to be servants. And we have to do the work. Because where the world sees, you know, oh, well, you just think you're better than me. You think that blah, 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 because, and where the world sees, you know, us serving, or where the world, where the world sees us being at church, where the world looks down on us for doing that, the Lord sees obedience. You know, and we just, we have to put in the work. And we have to say, Lord, here is everything that I have. Here it all is. Here's the insecurities. Here's that abuse from that relationship. Here's that abuse from that parent. Here it all is. Sift through it, Lord. Sift through it. Pluck out the weeds. Get the things out that have made a home in my bed and remove them, uproot them, and I trust you with whatever you leave me with. But that's the part that we're afraid of, is what is he going to end up leaving us with? Is he going to leave us with that, is he going to leave us with that gift that we didn't want to activate, so we pushed to the back? Is he going to give us, is he going to leave us with that relationship that we have to fix? Is he going to leave us with that apology that we have to say? What's he going to leave us with? And that's the scary part. 
But, you know, Abraham was probably, I mean, he had to, he had to be pretty brave to leave everything that he ever knew to pursue God. And the disciples, the disciples had to leave everything that they ever knew. But when the Holy Spirit says, follow me, and when the Lord says, follow me, that's one thing that you can't deny. And that's one thing that you have to pursue. Because your obedience will get you so much gratification and so much more glory down the road than getting a like on Instagram. And some of us are so fed by our feed that we post so much, so much so many selfies, so much of our body, so much parts of us that we get tens of thousands of likes and the Lord's just saying, why is my one like not good enough? We have to, we have to just give it all up and say, Lord, I've struggled. I'm ready for change. I don't know what it's going to look like. I've tried to change everything else and I'm still empty. And Jesus is just calling us to take up our cross and follow him. Because that is where we will get that eternal love and gratification. And when anything tries to come up against us, any lie of the enemy, any insecurity, it will be shut down instantly. Because we have the Lord on our side. And we know who created us. And that's beautiful. And that's what I want to strive to do every day. Is say, Lord, here's everything that I have. Sift through it. And whatever you leave me with, I'm going to trust you. Because there's fruit in it. It may be a small seed. But one day, it will be so fruitful. Remove all the weeds, Lord. We have to give it all to him, though. So that's what I want to leave with you guys today. Is whatever insecurity... Whatever you're battling, whatever job that you're in, whatever place that you're in, whatever you're struggling with, give it to God and trust him to sift through everything because he'll remove things you didn't know you needed removed and he'll plant things inside of you because all those weeds are gone and he'll start to plant things in you that you didn't think that you could ever produce fruit from. And it's, it's crazy to see how God works. And I can say these things because I've been there and I'm going through it. I'm laying everything out just like you guys. But the mornings are new every day. His mercies are new every morning. So we just have to every morning say, Lord, may what I do today be fruitful and beneficial for the kingdom. We, we got to remove all the comparison. We got to remove all the insecurities. Lord, take whatever's in me, remove it, and let your mercies be new this morning.
So that's what I want to leave with you guys today. I've been going on for about 20 minutes. Some of it's probably real random and sporadic, but I'm trying to read off of the notes and trying not to read off of my notes exactly. So I've been kind of like wishy-washy and back and forth, but I hope that this gave you some encouragement today. Um, but I, I love you guys and I if you have anything in particular that you want talked about on here, any if there's any questions or if you just need somebody to pray for you, reach out to me. Find me on Instagram. Um, that's the Leah Gray. So find me on that and just, you know, reach out. And having people, a, a fruitful support group, being surrounded by people who produce good fruit is so beneficial. It's so beneficial. So get a friend group. Get a small group. Get a group of people who you love and trust. Don't just throw, lay everything out for anybody to look at. Because there's some things that the Lord's not ready for others to see yet. But he's entrusting you with a couple of people to show you. To show it to. And so I just ask that you find a support group. Find a friend group. Find a friend. If it's not a group, find one friend. Just somebody who you can talk to. Somebody who you can get to pray with you. And, you know, just just go in knowing that the one who created you sent his son to die for you because you were worth that much. You don't have to change your hair color. You don't have to lose 50 pounds. You don't have to get a new car because the one who created you knew you before you were in your mother's womb. And so that's what I, again, what I want to leave you guys with. I love you, and I thank you for tuning in for the last 30 minutes or so. Uh, but I hope, again, that this is just of some encouragement for you. Um, I hope that you guys have an incredible rest of your week. And I can't wait to see what is to come from the next episode. So if you guys any have any questions or any topics that you want talked about, then send it to me. And I'll pray about it and see what I can, you know, help you with. If I can guide you, um, just as the Lord leads me, just I just pray that you guys, again, have a good rest of your week. And I will see you next week. Bye.